Okay, friends, I have a story for us today called Moon Powder, and it's by a man named John Rocco, and it was recommended to us by a friend, and we thought, well, check it out, and boy, it's actually very, very interesting to look at. The pictures are something else. So, friends, we got to have everybody out there who listens to take a take a peek at this. Um, and I just want to forward this, uh, read the forward here. It's a dedication. And it's to the children of soldiers everywhere. And so I just want to have that in the back of your mind, friends, as you listen to this story. And we're going to read it right now. It's written, it's read by Mommy and... Are you ready? Ready. Here we go. Eli carefully turned the knob on the radio. It crackled to life. Eli Treebuckle, his mother said, flicking off the radio with a loud click. It's past your bedtime. Shucks, Mom, I just fixed it. And I see you fixed the fan and the vacuumed cleaner, but it's still time for bed. As she kissed him on the forehead, her voice softened. Good night, my little fix-it man. Sweet dreams. Eli shuffled off to his room, silently dreading each step. I never have sweet dreams. Never. What was he dreaming about? Let's find out. That was the one thing Eli couldn't fix. For months, he'd been having the same nightmare. It was always dark and booming. He'd climb a mountain of junk, desperately searching for something he could never find. And each time, he would fall. That's it, he huffed. I'm never going to sleep again. Working on his helio rocket copter was just the thing to keep Eli awake. He could stay up for hours tinkering with his inventions. Can't sleep? asked a voice. Who in the Sam Hill are you? Eli asked the large, luminous man at his window. Call me Mr. Moon, the man said, examining his notebook. And you're Eli Treebuckle. Fixer of all things fixable. How come you can't sleep? I don't want to sleep. Mm, nightmares, huh? Mr. Moon scratched down a note. Not getting enough new moon powder. What's moon powder? Eli edged over to the window. Why, moon powder is a magical marvel, a masterful miracle, a mystical masterpiece. 
Mr. Moon brought his voice to a whisper. It helps everyone have sweet dreams. I haven't had a sweet dream in months, Eli sighed. And that's why I'm here. The Moon Powder Factory's been on the blink lately, and I thought you might be able to fix it. Um, what sort of creature is Mr. Moon? The Moon. <laughs> it's the Moon itself. He's come down from the sky, the night sky, into Mr. Eli's bedroom. <laughs> Mr. Moon stepped back to reveal a life-size helio rocket copter in the backyard. Hey, that's my invention. Eli scrambled out of the window towards the ship. I thought you might like it. The cool night air whistled in Eli's ears as they flew up over the town. It works! Eli gasped. Of course it works, Mr. Moon smiled. You designed it. And wow, in the pictures, this is quite impressive. You can see how big it is flying above this whole town that they're in. Welcome to the Moon Powder Factory, Mr. Moon proudly announced. And... Friends, this artwork, I mean, there is just gears everywhere. everywhere. This is, do you know what they they call this style of art? What? Steampunk. Yeah, I don't know why, but that's what they call it. Inside, hundreds of mechanical gizbots were frantically adjusting valves and turning dials. It's about time! A small gizbot glided towards them. What's the situation, Giz? Mr. Moon scanned the chart the gizbot handed him. Oh dear, not good. Not good at all! Hello. Eli smiled, offering his hand. Giz trained his eye bulbs on Eli. Eye bulbs. <laughs> Is that the fixer? Yes, yes. Eli Treebuckle, the fixer of all things fixable. Mr. Moon patted Eli on the back. We've got no time to lose. But I don't know how anything in this place works. Giz shoved a thick book into Eli's arms. You can start by reading this. And oh my goodness, friends, this is an overview of the Moon Powder Factory. And I think we can see sort of how this works. There are one, two, three steps. The person dreams and they have a sweet dream and it goes into a dream collector, which goes into a dream tank. And then the dream tank drops into another tank, which is filled with starlight and moon dust. And then it grinds it into a moon powder delivery, which then circulates it onto the earth and into the sleeping people so that they have sweet dreams. And that is how the cycle goes around. Like that. It's kind of like the water cycle. 
following the vapor, mm-hmm. I guess that was through the air. Mm-hmm. The cold makes vapor condense to liquid and falls back down everywhere. That's right. And that's exactly how it is. The sweet dreams are collected, they rise up like a vapor, and then they get mixed up with other stuff. So they condense and then they fall back down onto the earth and then they go back in a big circle. Okay. So if I fix the factory, I'll have sweet dreams? Absolutely positively. Mr. Moon beamed. Eli inspected every inch of the factory, checking gauges, tightening valves, and tapping on dials. What's this one? Eli wrapped his knuckles against a rusty metal vat. A hollow echo filled the room. This, Mr. Moon said, is the dream tank. Well, if it's empty, I can't fix that, Eli said, wiping his greasy hands on his pajamas. No dreams left, it's just terrible, just terrible, Mr. Moon mopped his brow. Can't you just get some more? Eli asked. It's not that simple, Mr. Moon explained. Without dreams, we can't make moon powder, and if we can't make moon powder, no one will have sweet dreams. And the chance of someone getting a sweet dream without moon powder is 623 million to one, Giz added. But you must have a backup supply or something, Eli offered. That's right, Mr. Moon lit up. The special emergency dream kit. But that's in Mother Nature's closet, Giz interrupted. You remember what happened last time we went in there. Mr. Moon rolled his eyes. It was an accident. What happened? Eli asked. We left open a freezer full of snowstorms, Mr. Moon said. In the middle of summer, Giz laughed. Since then, we haven't been allowed to go in. Mr. Moon focused on Eli. But he can. Seconds later, the three of them were rushing down to the basement towards Mother Nature's closet. When you get inside, just find a small red box, Mr. Moon said excitedly. That's a special emergency dream kit. It has the last remaining pinch of moon powder, and with that, you can save the sweet dreams and restart the factory. Reluctantly, Eli pushed open the heavy door. Looming in front of him was an enormous mountain of boxes, crates, and barrels. Thunder rumbled from inside a trembling trunk. Flashing, lightning flashed from another, and Eli's heart sank. I can't do this, he called back to them. It's just like my nightmare. That's why you have to do it, Mr. Moon said. If we don't get that box, everyone will have nightmares forever. Eli swallowed hard and started to climb a thick,
thick layer of dust made it difficult to read the labels on the boxes. As he climbed higher, his arms began to ache. Just when he thought he couldn't go on, he saw the small red box. It was barely beyond his reach. He stretched out towards it. His legs began to twitch. The boxes beneath him started to shift. And then Eli fell. In a flash, Eli read the label on the box, lid in his hands. Tornado dispenser, use with caution. Hold on! Mr. Moon yelled. To what? Eli cried out as he spun around faster and faster inside the closet. The tornado ripped open crates and broke open jars. Fall leaves, spring flowers, and icicles whisked past his, whipped past his head. Rainbows and lightning lift up like the vortex. Then, just as quickly as it began, the tornado was sucked through a vent in the floor. Eli dropped like a rock. When he came to, he heard whispering. Oh, we shouldn't have sent him in there. This is dreadful. Just dreadful. Mr. Moon's voice cracked. Mother Nature is not going to be happy about this, said Giz. Never mind her. What about Eli? Eli was inside a large trunk. With his last bit of strength, he pushed open the lid. That's when he saw the small red box resting at his feet. I got it! He yelled, Eli! Mr. Moon ran over and hugged Eli as tears of relief streamed from his eyes. I knew you could do it. I knew it all along. That kid's got moxie. Giz laughed. Now let's go collect that sweet dream. Back upstairs, Eli climbed into the dream bed. Mr. Moon reached into the red box and pulled out a tiny velvet bag with a satin ribbon. Are you ready to have a sweet dream? More than ready. I'm beat. Mr. Moon carefully put his hand into the bag. His eyes suddenly went wide. What's wrong? Giz asked. There's no moon powder left. Mr. Moon gasped. Not one grain. But that was the last thing Eli heard. His head fell back onto the soft pillow. And he was asleep. And having a sweet dream. Because did he already eat the grain? He didn't eat the grain. Because you don't need magical grains to have sweet dreams, do you? Look at the picture. What's he dreaming? He was flying. 
Mm -hmm. He has an invention, friends. In the picture we can see, he has an invention that's helping him fly through the skies and it looks like so much fun. Let's see what happens. When Eli woke, he was back in his own bed. The sun was shining. I did it! I must have restarted the factory! But just then, he heard his name being called from somewhere outside. He rushed out the door, expecting Mr. Moon and Giz to be there, but it was someone else. I hear you've been fixing everything around here lately. His dad smiled. Not everything, Eli said. Some things just fix themselves. And his daddy is at home with him and his mommy, and they're all walking off into the beautiful sunshiny day. And in the distance, we can see the moon is smiling down. And isn't it wonderful to know that you don't have to have magic moon dust to have sweet dreams, friends? You don't need that. Maybe the moon was just a dream. Maybe the moon was just a dream. What do you need to have sweet dreams? What do you like to do? Uh, hmm? Instead of having nightmares mm-hmm. or good dreams, mm-hmm. I have to have my eyes up the whole night. <laughs> you stay awake the whole night, huh? Yeah. Be- That's news to me. Yeah, because I'm afraid of the dark friends. Mm. Maybe he's afraid of the dark. Yeah, but I put on a little nightlight for you, and then I come in to your room, and what do I do with you every night? What do we do? Pray. We pray, and? Sing songs. And we sing songs. And usually that combination gets the job done and we can fall right asleep without having to worry about the night and the dark because our hearts are focused on other things, which makes us happy, right? Wait. <laughs> and that is the, the end.